welcome to the episode of Kill James Bond that we're recording now in the year 2023. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of hedging my bets on whether I'm going to avoid the first episode of the year thing this time. I am Alice Caldor Kelly. I'm joined, as always, by my friends Abigail Thorne and Devon. Hey, how you doing? We're working our way steadily and, frankly, alarmingly quickly through the Man <laughs> from Uncle films. Um, I don't want them to be over. I'm I'm having too much fun. Mm. There's, we've and got a couple. We've got a few more to go yet. Mm-hmm. Another mm-hmm. month of Uncle. Uh, sorry, two months from the listeners' perspective. Wow. Uh, but yeah, so this is this is the helicopter spies and. Let me tell you right up front, the helicopter spies. We've we've done a lot of things previously about how the titles do not marry up. In this case, shot one. They've nailed of it. This. Finally, they nailed it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I uh, my first note says, "Uh oh." Although that's because the the title yes. card builds it as a village in Africa. My um, first note is also, <laughs> "Oh no." <laughs> However, my second note is, "Those are spies in a fucking helicopter, baby. We did yeah. it. That's right. Yeah. That's right." Uh, the helicopter spies, and we, we we start with Napoleon Solo and Ilya Kuryakin in a, a, a nice little, as the internet plane database helpfully informs me, Bell forty seven G helicopter. Um, <laughs> the internet as they, plane database. <laughs> yeah, basically, if you want to find out what anything in a movie is, you just type internet thing database, and there will be a thing. Like if I want to identify the 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 sex you right from uh one of the, like the previous uncle movie, I just went to the internet like car movie database. Uh, I, I've been on like the internet movie firearm database for shit like this before. Like this is the the hidden secret of all research is you just Google you know that plus database, you'll you'll find a website helpfully maintained by you know very nice obsessive people. Good um, but so. Solo and Kuryakin are in the helicopter because they are visiting a village in East Africa that has been attacked by one of those machines that used to draw road markings. Um, some some villain, some fiend, has drawn big red lines over all of these buildings. It took me a minute to figure um, out these are meant to be like laser burns. I just thought, <laughs> oh, somebody's like gone at this with paint. Yeah, I broke a red line. It's, Sorry about mm. it. It's kind of the same effect as... Do you remember in... Oh, God, I think it might be... Goldfinger? No, no, no. It was the man with the golden gun, maybe. Mm. Where they like blow up every like one of they blow up, like a Chinese missile site. Yes, they do. And the way that they yes. do that effect is they like have a guy in the front go ah, and then they like turn up. The, they put like a red filter on the lens. So he just turns red because uh, he's being hit by a laser. Much the same here. Um, but the village has been sort of almost destroyed. There is uh, like. Everyone is dead apart from one dude, one white dude, incidentally, since we are in East Africa. Um, and they get to this one dude who is like operating a radio and then has been hit by the laser. He has a big red sort of yeah. beam. He's been, he's been really chest. badly burned. He's very, very hurt. I looked it up on the internet sort of pain delirious. database. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's got a bunch of like Schmidt Sting Index stuff on there. Um, uh, but yeah, so he he's sort of like incoherent, although he does manage to say, I should never have come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always saying this. Uh-huh, uh-huh, because you get the, the big red line. Mm. Um, and and they, they go to try and evacuate him, but a Cessna, like a little dual engine plane overhead, notices their transmission, uh, and they're like, Machine gunned in this hut. The guy dies. Um, they machine you know, gun him, and, the, and then they um, 
<laughs> they fire lasers at him. Yes. Yeah. Um, and they get sort of like chased through the remnants of this village by the big line painting laser, uh, and are able to escape it by sort of like diving into water. But this is the point where we do the sort of like fast motion, like uncle opening sequence. And by this point, I don't know if it's just Stockholm syndrome, but I, I just genuinely have a, like a, you know, an affection for this. I'm like, that's, that's my uncle. <laughs> yeah. Robert. Yeah. It's fun. You yeah. Know? My <laughs> it's uncle, uncle yours. <laughs> There yeah. he is, and you, you already you already know how these mm. movies go because you you've sort of like listened to these, you've or you've watched them with us. Um, you can sketch it all out already, and it's it's easy, right? Like the the weird line drawing laser has a beautiful daughter in an exotic location. Yeah, yep, of course it does. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know Napoleon's gonna have to fuck shag the, the laser. laser's daughter, and then the laser is gonna die in an ironic way. They do I it differently in here. Napoleon isn't shagging anyone's daughters and he hasn't for several movies at this point he's never living it down from he's me he straight sorry. up just doesn't uh, be shagging since Waverly anymore. set him up with his niece yeah. I should never um, have come um, so <laughs> they actually do, they do the yeah. opening of this film differently actually because we go to an island off Greece we do um, mm-hmm. and uh, with an entire second helicopter we are spoiled for helicopters this which time. helicopter is this um it's it's also a Bell forty seven G of a slightly different variety. Right. It doesn't have floats on it. Um, I can I can give you the tail number if you want. Um, that won't be necessary at this time. Thank you. Um, but Solo lands yeah, in a chopper. No, no further questions. And there's some dudes. <laughs> there's some dudes in a cult uh, who are chilling in robes. Um, yeah, because the like we're aware now at this point in the sixties, the sixty eight. We're aware that cults exist, um, and so the, the guys in weird robes are listening to. Uh, a very old man who is sort of like meditating in total silence, and Solo gets out of the helicopter and, using the like muzzle of his pistol, flips a bunch of their hoods down, revealing <laughs> some like very like white hair. Until he gets the right guy, he gets his man, who is this guy with like dark hair and a beard, um, and is like, "You're coming with me." And this is uh, um, this is Mister Sebastian, who we are informed is yes. a kind of like. Legendary and extremely wanted criminal, especially a specialist in safe cracking, and he's hiding out here. And Robert Vaughn's like, "We've got a job for you. We'll give you amnesty if you do this thing for us." This uh, this actor, by the way, is Bradford Dillman, who is great yeah. in this. Yeah, he does a great yeah. job uh, in this. Fucking goes off. He's yeah. so good. <laughs> and it's also like it's unusually good exposition for the man from Uncle to just be like. Oh no! We're just going to introduce this character as like, uh, yeah, he's he's on some cult shit in order to flee his twenty-two international arrest warrants, uh, and and Solo is like going to coerce him into into working with Uncle. Uncle, the, um, the, uh, this is my opinion, and I know Alice doesn't agree, but I think the Man from Uncle's films have gotten too good. I miss the goofy days of like Spy with My Face or like Operation Robot. Like this is it's too good. It's too professional. It's like when a YouTuber gets too big and then the production values get too high, and you're just like, I, I remember when it was like scrappy, and she used to just film stuff in front of a bookcase. What happened? Like it's too good now. Yeah, Robert Vaughn's not even the most well paid person in Uncle anymore. I'm hearing. <laughs> I just I can't form a yeah. parasocial relationship with Robert Vaughn anymore. Unfortunately, <laughs> we got it in early. I can form more yeah. reveal you at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we find out that this cult, by the way, it's called the Third Way, and they believe that when this old man speaks, he hasn't he's taken a vow of silence for like twenty years. When he speaks, they will inherit the earth. And he seems like he's about to say something, and then he catches sight of Solo, and he's like, ah. That's... He thought he had something to say, and then he decided against it. Like mood. Honestly, I'm all like this all the fucking time. I was like, yeah. 
Nah. <laughs> yeah. So they uh, <laughs> they put him on a plane with Waverly, mm-hmm. where a couple of things happen. First of all, Sebastian uh, like looks takes one look at this laser and he goes, "Oh, yeah, it's a prism beam. I tried to make one of those once." Which is such a great yeah, thing to good. casually so drop into conversation. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I used to be a supervillain. Didn't work out for me, but you know, yeah. It's so <laughs> good to be a reformed like, supervillain, man. It's so fucking funny. It's yeah, like I, Hank Scorpio I, I, I was shit. a super criminal, and then I was just like, "Well, I think I'll just do like normal crime." She it's yeah. easier. Yeah, it's it's great. I I, I was a supervillain. I like got paroled. You know, I got reformed. Is is like a really to regular <laughs> crime. Just like I just I used to have a volcano base, but it's not really my it's not really my scene anymore. The rent was insane. Um, oh, I was dropping yeah, yeah. people in the lava for displeasing me all the fucking time. But honestly, <laughs> nowadays unions, uh, you can't do it. Can't do it yeah. anymore. Yeah, I mean, because they changed the hench app. They did, yeah. The lab projector turns on. Waverly, Waverly fucking just roasts Sebastian (laughs) for being a stem lord. Like, it's such a great patrician thing. He gets it in the thing, and he's just like, he's going through a CV. A most efficient, criminally oriented mind with advanced degrees in engineering, physics, and chemistry. Apparently, you avoided the humanities. Yeah, why didn't you take any humanities classes? Fucking shit, cunt. The, the value of a liberal arts education is nothing now. It's ridiculous. It's insulting. Um, um, so anyway, they so say somebody has developed this thing, a thermal prism, and if it ever gets put into orbit, then that's a super weapon, because then you yeah. can't just laser Do- a village, Doctor, you laser a whole Dr. country. Dr. Carmoussi. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Carmoussi, yeah. the famous yeah. Iranian, or Persian, they say, mm. scientist. Uh, and at this point, tactical Elia enters. Yeah, and we he does. can tell he's yeah. tactical because he's wearing a like um uh like a nineteen forty two frog skin pattern uh like tunic, which goes for about seven hundred quid for an original. And a white basis. silk scarf, um, which kind of makes his neck yes. area a massive target, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And he pulls he pulls down a slide of the most unhelpful map <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> of which the salient points are uh, Doctor Carmusi's house, rocks next to the house. Yeah. Maybe it's got a security system we don't know, and it's got like a guard tower. Yeah, and he's like, "Okay, you and I are gonna parachute out of this very plane right now, and we're gonna go and we're gonna infiltrate this." Well, it's shit. a totally spy um, shit. It's like we're gonna start the mission by jumping out of the plane we're currently on. Yeah, yeah it's sick. Like, you, you, you are. You are like the world's greatest safe cracker, and you know the safe has a beautiful daughter that you're going to seduce, <laughs> make love to. Um, so we're going to get you into Doctor Kamusi's house. You crack open the safe, seal the thermal prism. Bob's your uncle. The world's saved. Yeah, yeah. job's good. And, and incidentally, my boy Napoleon Solo, he's going to be on the inside, turning off the security go, system. And we're going to cut to him now. And Solo arrives at uh, Solo. the airport. In Tehran, yeah, he does. Uh, which they they still spell with two e's, and we get. First of all, I was hoping, I was like on the fence. Is are they going to do the OSS Sandy set thing of he goes into the airport and someone goes, he just left and follows him, and they fucking do it. Yeah, but that's not even the best part. He hangs up the phone to like make his contact. He leaves, and a guy wearing the traditional Iranian fez. Question mark. But traditionally, and wide sort of like handlebar mustaches mm-hmm. goes. Mm-hmm. He just left, and 
enters the fucking scene. Fez first. Love this guy. Incredible, incredible look yeah. on this guy. Yeah, yes. he's jacked as well. The else. character's name is Hassan. Um, mm-hmm. uh, hello, yes. sir. Yeah, yeah. Just, just a you big guy walks in Wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's, quite, it's something that stood out to me is just like we're in Iran and the way that the film portrays Iran is like totally normal. That nowadays, I feel yeah. like if we cut to Iran as a location, first of all, we would have the non-copyright dude just being like, ah. mm-hmm. and that also there'd yeah. be like a yellow filter yellow on it. Filter. There'd be a lot of people walking around mm-hmm. in yeah. robes, like the streets would be full of sand. We cut to Iran mm. and it's just like a normal country. There's just people like walking around. Yeah, this is this is of of the time when you know trads like to go. Oh, we'll see women wear chadors now, but back then they used to wear mini skirts. Wasn't it better? Um, but yeah, one of the sort of like attendant things of that is you can make a man from uncle movie set it there and be like, you don't need to do anything other than Southern California. Incidentally, um, the actor who plays this guy, H. M. Winnant, apparently still alive, ninety five years Whoa! old. Oh shit. Uh, is he Turkish or Iranian or even close? Born Chaim Winant in Detroit, Michigan. So I think okay. it's fair to say no. Um, <laughs> but, but so my, my, my notes, this is the first note that I wrote in all caps of many that I wrote in all caps because I really enjoyed this movie. Where it was just like, yo, what's up? Um, but so Solo, Solo goes, he's got his instructions on where to go. He gets to the address. The door is padlocked. And I go, Ah, the padlock has a beautiful daughter. You're gonna have to- <laughs> And right as I write that down right as I write that joke down to make, he looks across the square and sees a beautiful woman, a woman? in a very short dress, mm-hmm. and I'm like, fuck's sake, That's the, the padlock has a beautiful daughter. That's the padlock's Solo daughter. Sees an American blonde and is immediately distracted from his mission, which very relatable. I think um, it, it's uh-huh. it's so funny as well, because it's like this is this is Napoleon Solo business mindset, right? You arrive in a location. If you see someone stare dead at you, assume that they're your contact. Go over and introduce yourself by name. How do you open? Tell them your name. Yeah. Hello, Give my name is Napoleon Solo. Card. I'm a spy. I think we here to meet me. And she goes, no. But he uh, was. Yeah, and her son appears behind Ooh. him and knocks him out. Yeah. Which, Banger. He has, a, he has like a blackjack sap. So I'm not counting this as an uncle chop. And in fact... This is an Uncle Chopless movie, as best I remember. Mm. Uh, normally, normally I, I stop it and I, I record the time for a first Uncle Chop. There isn't one in this. Um, but so tragedy. He gets knocked unconscious. Meanwhile, Ilya and Sebastian uh, make worst parachute landing ever. Ask to leave. <laughs> yeah, they just um, they fucking suck. They just fall over, and it's terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and th- they're forced to evade two guys who, although we see them only dimly, are wearing sick guard uniforms. Yeah, yeah. My second all caps note. Do you want to try and describe this fit, Dev? Oh, I'm afraid I don't have the screenshot to, to pull back from. The fit, the fit for this is what I would describe as sort of polyester navy full tracksuit, but with like white V chevrons over the chest. Yeah. And a navy beret with a big white chevron on that too. It they they look like I I don't even know what they look like, but they look great. It looks like a sort of knockoff Adidas uh effect. Um me- meanwhile, so Solo wakes up uh and this American blonde is like very apologetic about having knock uh, about having knocked him unconscious. Um uh, and she's like, my, in a very sort of waspy way, my fiance 
is in Turkish prison. She says Turkish prison every time. It's very funny. Um, <laughs> he's in Turkish prison, mm. which is worse That's than regular prison. prison. In Turkey, the, 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 the movie Turkish Midnight prison. Express is going to come out about this mm. in a while uh, next decade. Um, this is Annie, um, and she <laughs> says, "Oh, you're an uncle. Andrew. You're working with Mr. Sebastian, the cult guy. He framed my fiance and put him in Turkish prison. And put him in Turkish prison. Um, his cellmate also- is the is the brother of this big guy, Hassan, who's a circus strongman. Because of course he is." Mm-hmm. Um, He's on some Miska and Grishka shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and and so Hassan opens up his, his uh, six knives. Solo, solo goes Sigma on this shit. He did, like he's like he sits up and goes, Frankly, I don't care who you are or who you are. I've got a mission to do and I'm, I'm out distracted. Of here, yeah. And he like goes yeah, to the get, door get and they go, No. <laughs> No, no, no! You're you're gonna experience our silly bullshit now. And he's like, "Oh, for yeah, fuck. You, you have to do it." Uh, it's very sort of Fatima blush. They've mm. taken the bullets out of his gun. Um, so yeah, uh, Hassan opens he, his yeah, six knives briefcase because he goes to leave and she gets in the way of the door and he like and Hassan's there too and like Napoleon Solo just takes his gun out and he's like, "Look, I don't want to hurt anyone." And it's like, "Fucking hell! When when did Napoleon Solo not have time for the Man from Uncle series?" <laughs> he's just like, like "Look, I've got it. shit to do now. All yeah, right." I, I, oh, this is yeah. the one one day of the year where I do work. Like he went, he went to rehab after the events of the Spy with My Face. He doesn't call pussy from the office anymore or drink before he comes in. He's business now. He's on the grind. Mm. Yeah. So mm. someone, someone put him in a chastity cage in between movies. I swear to God, it was Ilya. Um, but it so was me. Mm, Hassan Birth. opens his his six knives briefcase, the briefcase in which he keeps his six knives. Indeed. That's right. And, <laughs> yeah, and fucking Annie's like, he used to be a circus actor. And then you go, oh, for yeah, fuck's he's gonna sake. Do, he's going to do the fucking knives thing. He's going to throw the knives. <laughs> and he does. It's really funny that the side characters in this film keep trying to remind Robert Vaughn that this is the man from Uncle. Like, we do goofy, silly shit on the side. And he's like, I have a gun. Get the fuck out of my like, way. Get out of my way. Doesn't doesn't work. I, mean, I owe to be interrogated by a kind of waspy woman in this kind of patrician, well, I don't want to hurt you, but my friend has a temper sort of way. Yeah. Um, yeah, so unfortunately, uh, he throws all of his knives, goes to retrieve one of the knives, and Solo just like kicks him in the dick. Yeah. <laughs> and sort of like, almost, so, again, absolutely no tolerance for this kind of bullshit. At this point, He's just. At this point, a MILF walks in and shoots Hassan dead. <laughs> and Solo's reaction is like, damn, sucks to suck. <laughs> 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 she, he, he, she like this. This other one, Azalea, helps him escape in her Rolls Royce Silver Ghost, which rules. As he gets in, Solo's just like, "Did you have to kill him?" And she just goes, "Guess we'll never know." Perfect. Yeah, she said, "This is Perfect. Azalea. This is his actual contact." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, there was no way they were going to get a Rolls Royce to look fast, but they really do a lot with fast motion to try and convey. Uh, she's a dangerous driver. Really funny. Really, just visually not a fast car. <laughs> just the sped up yeah. footage, so good. So she briefs him, being his real contact, uh, and she goes, "Yeah, you're going to have to like pretend to be an American businessman with a mysterious past." But Dr. Carmusi is like very, very astute and he will like see through if you make the slightest mistake in any way. Um they get they get to the his his house. Oh also she's you, his wife. Some, hmm, yeah. Um and let me tell you, this house has some decor. Um we're talking about like sort of one piece of patterned wallpaper and a big standing statue. Um and she just leaves leaves solo in the sort of like foyer for a bit and they do the bit from You Only Live Twice Again, 
where they're just like, oh yeah, we're just shooting fucking hella x-rays at this man's balls. We are annihilating this motherfucker's sperm count in order to establish how armed he is. And the answer is, he fucking isn't, even. He just ditched the gun, even though they gave him his bullets back. He's just got, like, the, the sole metal they find on him is pocket change, keys, and, like, two fillings. Which is very funny. Um... Elia and Sebastian, meanwhile, are sneaking around outside, um, uh, waiting on like the border of the estate. Some goons find them, and Elia finds them, and Sebastian notably does not help at all. Yep. Yeah, I wrote Star Trek like, at yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah, it's very really? Star Trek. It's really cute. Star- Sebastian, like, literally, he stands there, like, sort of, like, mopping his sweat with a with a handkerchief and going, like, ah, oh, the violence is your department, darling. He is sort of somewhat effeminate coded in an interesting way here. Um, but so. Solo is is sort of like captured in the James Bond way of like here is your luxurious quarters dinners at eight. Um, he comes down for dinner. Yes, and yes, yes. Listen, I thought that we had peaked on scene entrances with the fucking count <laughs> in the previous one, where he just walks no, in no. and goes, "I am the count." Um, not this, even close. Also, luxury has not been attained. This yet. is the this is all maybe luxury. one of the top ten like entrances I've ever seen in any movie. Genuinely. Because this guy, this guy, Dr. Carmusi, who, mm-hmm. he's got this little tiny mustache with the flicks and everything. He's like, oh, he's got these really intense eyes. He comes down on a chairlift in the middle of the room, sat down, pushing for like a lever. Like, a, like yeah. an elevator, like yeah. a, a lift. <laughs> and the best part about this is, he's, he's smoking a cigar, he he's holding a handkerchief he in is. the same hand, he's totally relaxed. <laughs> And then, when the lift gets to the bottom, it very visibly fucks up and like jolts him a bit. And Still in the, movie. the two best parts about this are A, that was the take they used, and B, he does not flinch at all. Mm. It just perfectly no sell. He, it. he stands up and he goes, Napoleon Solo, I presume. And Solo's response is the classic, like, shot of him staring, and then he, like, glances away for a second and looks back again, <laughs> which is which is my favorite thing that Solo does, is just that slight moment of, you seeing this shit? And then <laughs> back to <laughs> seriousness. Yeah, it's meant to be Iranian, he, he, he's, he does the, he's not. He's white. This he, he does not sort of like... No, this is, this is John Dana, uh, yeah. who did a lot of, like, westerns, and curiously was most associated with, like, Soviet methods of acting teaching. He was big into his Stanislavski. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm. Um, so he was he he like he had trained with like the Moscow Art Theater, uh, and uh, in order to like I guess do this, but he does the sort of like the classic villain thing of being like, "That's fucking James Bond. I know who you are." <laughs> you are fucking James is really Bond. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also get and, uh, like a hint from him that he's involved in a sexual scandal with some of his own students. Yeah, yeah. Because he, <laughs> the way that he, he approaches this he is okay. Well, we're now negotiating for which of the superpowers wants to buy the prism thing from me. I will get very wealthy and very powerful off of this, uh, which is as well right because my wife is the only woman who stands by me after Operation U Tree. Um, <laughs> Genu, like his I'll just, I'll just do the drop. Yeah. On the face of it, their allegations were ludicrous. Allegations concerning anonymous phone calls to young ladies. <laughs> the deep state have accused me of being a nonce, but they'll all see when it's I've got escape. my space laser. 
Yeah, all right. Escape the Matrix. Escape the Matrix. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. Matrix will come for you one of these days. He is also smoking y- a cigar, y- which young ladies. Very, very Andrew Tate maneuver. All his cars have been seized. He's in a Romanian prison. He's in a Romanian prison. <laughs> He's in a Romanian water. prison. <laughs> Um, I don't want to hear about you and your dodgy mates creating a thermal prism in space. The thermal prism. (laughs) It's poor guy shit. Um. (laughs) The government gives you that thermal prism for free. At this point, um, somebody goes, oh, Mr. Solo, your wife is here. And because he isn't James Bond, he's like, oh, yes, I won't just immediately go, wife, what? And in runs Annie. He's like, I'm Napoleon Solo's wife. Hello, dear. And Carmusi's like, oh, I guess I won't show you the thermal prism right now because you know, you obviously want to hang out with your wife. Cool, whatever. It's, Ascend into the it's, ceiling. It's interesting. And Mia gets yeah, back he, on his he chair. Yeah, he goes left. back up. Yeah, he gets Without back his on wife, his wife, he leaves elevator. No, she's no, lounging. Uh, she's not even doing shit in the scene. She's just there. Mm-hmm. She gives him like a neck massage, right. which Solo is scandalized by. Also, Solo is like so impatient this whole movie. He's like, show me the prison. Show me the prison. Why aren't we looking at the prison now? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, no. no Mr. Miss, Miss, Miss Solo, Mr. Solo, how delightfully loose. Please let me tell you about me. Like, please, let's engage in some like, I've been DMing. Villain, and, uh, villain <laughs> and spy banter. And he's like, no, I'm here to do a fucking mission. Can we get on with so that? Like, come on, mate. Come on. I'm yeah. fucking. Let's have a I want to like transpose this solo back to earlier movies. If you had tried to play full human sized chess with this solo, he would have run across the board E4 to King's <laughs> Bishop. And chinned you. Was- <laughs> I think. I think at some point between the last movie and this one, Sandy from the old film sat down and had a word with him. Was like, "If you're fucking late to dinner again, we are through." And he's like, "I'm not breaking yeah. it. I'm going to do it." <laughs> he's a changed man. In in fairness, Solo in actually fairness trying. To- <laughs> he's had Adderall and he's just like, right. <laughs> <laughs> in, in fairness to Kamusi, he immediately goes into his control room and he's like, right, the Russian one will be along in a minute, so uh, upgrade all of the security, uh, you know, find out what they're saying to each other. Um, and of course, we see that Sebastian and Kuryakin are like making their way across like this minefield and like climbing onto the roof and welding through the roof. Um, Annie immediately so, rats Solo out to Kamusi. Yeah, she does. There's a hysterical joke. I can't explain why I find it so funny. It's really good. She gets on the intercom and she's like, oh, can, you, can I see Dr. Kamusi, please? And as soon as she shuts it off, the door opens. He's right fucking yeah. there. He's it's been so funny. Like an absolute nonce. <laughs> he's like, she's like, well, that was fast. I didn't know doctors still made house calls. And he goes, I was there yeah, for some time. <laughs> and then immediately starts That's trying to nonce her, and it's like, yeah, I don't think he approaches her I in think a sort those of like rumors fashion. True. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's not beating the allegations. I think your ass was um, DMing those students, mate. I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny to imagine, uh, like, like sliding into DMs is such a low stakes thing to do, right? For, but mm-hmm. this is 1968, and he's like, I was sending letters to underage students. It's like, bro, you can't have like a pen and phone. quill to put this shit together. You're like, further to my previous message, attach Polaroid of my dick and balls. You up, but the you is like a like fucking long hand, like a monk. Telegram from uh, Dr. Carmusi. You up, stop. <laughs> it's on a rotary phone. Like, can you describe the feet to me? For fuck's sake. <laughs> 
What is the situation with the feet? Oh, I'd be uh, so fucked if anyone asked me that, man. Like, what do you say? I was like, normal style, good, um, yeah, pretty good, standard, fine, standard, I guess, standard type feet. Um, um, so, so, but she she pulls a gun on him, but he has like had the bullets taken out of it. The second sort of like gun debulletization no. in this movie. And she's also um, like Napoleon Solo is a spy, and he's like, yeah, I know. He's like, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And, and, and so she immediately folds and she's like, okay, well, just so long as you like give me Sebastian, he's like, don't, don't know who that is. Yeah, give me him. Sebastian so I can get my brother out of Turkish prison. Uh, <laughs> they and, all say, you indeed. Know, Have yeah. you out of Romanian prison? <laughs> out of Romanian prison. And he's like, yes, okay, if you do something for me. Now tell me about this feet situation. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, Solo and Azalea are trapped in a room that's slowly filling with sand. Yeah. And, oh, and he a... says, first of all, yeah. I love the line, turn on the sand. <laughs> it's really <laughs> fucking good. Yeah. And then he turns to Annie and is like, yeah, this used to run on water, but that's a fucking commodity here in the desert, so we turned it into sand instead. <laughs> water is a precious commodity in the desert, so we converted this device to sand, which means he bought like the Uncle Agent drowning device yeah. out of a catalogue. <laughs> like, this is aftermarket additions to a killing device. He's like, yeah, we bought this out of the catalogue, it ran on water, but honestly, we've, got, we've not got enough water. He modded, he modded his thing to turn it into a sand trap. You saw a sparkling <laughs> water. Yeah. Um, there's also this fascinating line that, that we somewhat skipped over a little bit. Oh, where uh, yeah. Salia <laughs> S- is showing Solo around the shop and she shows him to the fucking room where the safe is and then immediately tries to move him on with the line, perhaps you'd like to see the doctor's collection of poison mushrooms. And I was like, his toxic yeah. treasure. Yeah, fuck, I would. <laughs> <laughs> it's on an island between fucking Japan and Russia. <laughs> I think about it was his toxic treasure so often. Um, but yeah, so. Rami Malik, I'm sorry, man. You just. No, it's, it's bad. <laughs> but so, he, now seeing that Azalea has betrayed him and is like getting sanded up with him, he delivers another baffling line. It was hard to get a good, a good drop of this, but it was. Um, I should have known never to trust a woman who was always on time. Yeah, fascinating. What? 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 <laughs> Additionally, during this sequence, I wrote that right. My note is this fucking guy has limitless swag. Because what happens <laughs> yeah. is one of his guards comes up to him and does the classic, like, oh, I'm sorry, I failed you one time, sir, thing, right? He was like, yeah. oh, yeah, two of our guys got knocked out in the desert. And coming, she's like, well, why didn't you fucking tell me about this? And he's like, we didn't want to bother you. We thought we'd take care of it in a minute. And he goes, Anyone can make a mistake, and then pulls out a, like a fucking engagement box made of solid gold, which opens yes. it up, points at the guard. The guard takes the single pill that is within, eats it, dies <laughs> instantly. instantly. And he turns back to Annie and goes, "But not just anyone can work for me." And I was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> Incredible, <Yeah. laughs> like like super hot fire audience being like, what? "Oh shit!" But also pointless. What, what management just, style what? is that? You had a fucking solid gold tiny box with one pill in, and the guard knows what he has to do. Like, how often has this come up, brother? And he, does, brother? It. And <laughs> and he, he just does it. it. He doesn't even look nervous. He's just like, "Well, the fair it's enough. Like, uh, you got my ass there. He's like, All right, you got me, sir. First, fair." <laughs> 
What? <laughs> but, but so, I would have put it under my tongue so, and pretended to die and then walked out later. Yeah, if you put it under your tongue, it like gets absorbed more quickly and you get bigger tits. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm always taking the pill that kills me instantly sublingually. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it like pans down to me totally dead on the floor, but I have F cups. I'm putting, I'm putting some water on the pill that kills you instantly and I boof again. It doesn't really do anything extra, but it's just it's kind of a rite of passage. It's more of a yeah, tradition. It's just interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dead on the ground, completely dead. It's transition shit, Taking pills in an interesting way. I boof on the pill that kills me instantly. I hit the ground. They go to check my pulse. They're like, they're already stone cold, but I've got fucking knockers. What about that? What about that, Brandon fucking Cronenberg? Put that in your fucking movies. That says a lot about society when you think about it. They should let us direct a movie. We did. It was called Casino Royale 1967. Oh, yeah. They should let us do another one. I think we've earned it. <laughs> so Elia and Sebastian so do Mission Impossible shit. <laughs> She's fucking crying. <laughs> oh, so Kuryakin and Sebastian. They do Mission Impossible shit. They lower Sebastian down on a rope because there's like sensors on the floor. And he, uh, he this breaks is, into the safe. This, this, yeah. this is the only time in the entire franchise anyone has cared about stealth. And it's actually really good. And plus, because he like lowers him above the like alarm floor, we're now the kind of fucking nerds that when we watch Mission Impossible, we're gonna go, ah, they ripped that bit off yeah. of 1968. <laughs> the helicopter yeah, spy. <laughs> Guy who's only watched the helicopter spies. <laughs> Get a lot of helicopter spies vibes from I, this. All of the infiltration <laughs> scenes, by the way, are accompanied by like oh, guys fuck. telling uh guys telling Carmusi that like various circuit breakers are going off until he goes down to fix it himself. This is essentially about a guy trying to troubleshoot his smart home. <laughs> yeah, like, straight up. He's like the light bulbs aren't flashing the right colours or whatever. Um, Elia breaks so, into the control room and turns off the sand mm, and like murders a man. Spider Man turn off the sand. Um, yeah, <laughs> he, he fully just kills a guy. Um, Annie is like back on board on the basis of please don't shoot me. Um, and and they the two run into each other literally around a corner. Um, Sebastian opens the safe because he's a master safe cracker, takes the fucking prism, and then his screwdriver falls on the thing and sets off the alarm. Um, which causes Kamusi to like come in and be like, "Oh, that's why my fucking smart home isn't working." Um, only to get immediately gunned down in cold blood, the- killing number two that Azalea does. Because again, ice cold. I thought Sebastian um, shoots Kamusi. I think Sebastian does it. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah Sebastian does. Excuse me. Um, and then we get the most fucking yeah. bullshit. Like uh, as he's dying, the alarm starts going off, and Azalea goes. He has a dead man switch in his heart and the base is going to self-destruct. And it's like, what? <laughs> no, the line is even better because Azalea's like, he's, he told me many times, you can take it with you, which is such a fucking like, it puts you in mind of so many things that have happened in Kamusi's life. <laughs> he's just been like, he's done now. Despite all the work that we've done to set him up as the villain of the film, no, he's, he's just gone. dead. He's no, dead. He's, he's just fully dead. Yeah. It's great. Mm. It's good. Um, yeah, it's really good. We're at like the 30 minute mark. And I was like, oh, fuck. I thought that was the main villain. 
Yeah, no. So, so they they flee the house, which explodes, and then Sebastian's like, "Ah, fucking gotcha! You 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 thought that that guy was the main villain of the movie? No, it's me. No, it was all me. a setup. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually way better. The cult that you thought was a weird throwaway gag at the start. No, I'm actually the head of the cult, and we're gonna fucking take over the world. And it's like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's genuinely it's a, it's a twist it's that good. I didn't see coming. No, not at all. A, a rarity for me. And, and like, so what's really funny is that Annie gets to express her opinion about this and gets slapped down. I'm, re- I'm, I'm so she, sorry, she, Alice. That's such a she, fucking nerd thing to say. <laughs> oh, know, it's a, it's a I twist yeah. that, I, that I didn't see coming, which is a rarity for me. It's like fucking <laughs> soy jackass. I'm not, I'm not even. I'm not even the most highly, you know, uh, foresighted person on Kill James Bond. Uh, but so Annie, Annie says, "You know what I think? I think you people are strange, really strange." Which, okay, <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah, but his <laughs> response is so fucking funny. <laughs> Just brutally, like out of all bounds of acceptability. I don't know who you are, but I have a feeling you probably deserve whatever happens to you. Just, just like ah, fuck you. Yeah, I, I don't even know who you are, and I'm gonna kill you because you seem annoying. And, and yeah, like banger. His his also his so, plan, by the way, is he's like, all right, listen, I tried to make one of these hmm. doomsday devices before. I feel like I mentioned that, um, but now I've got one that actually works, and I just need to go put it in space, and then we're gonna hold the world to ransom and create. <clears throat> we will demand a national homeland for our cult. Yep. And I wrote, mm. no comment. No comment. Mm. Uh, mm. It's worked out well in the past. <laughs> hey. That's right. So so uh, they, they, they tie them up. They put a bunch of explosives on the boat that's going to meet their contact boat with Waverly on it. Solo tries to do a uh, slightly smug, like, hey, you wouldn't, expo- you wouldn't expect that there would be like explosives on this boat, would you? Uh, and Sebastian just goes, "You wouldn't. I would." Just fucking yeah. Okay. He's just he's serving. And I wrote, he's serving. This guy swagged up too. <laughs> the library is open, and he is reading every motherfucker. Um, <laughs> you wouldn't. But so, uh. and additionally, <laughs> so they send these fuckers off on the on the boat, and naturally, Waverly is is somewhere. I sort of lost track of what was happening. He's on like the bridge of the big boat. Yeah, and Waverly. Um, um, as is his one, is like, oh, blow that shit up. Mm. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, they, the don't, they don't signal back. Eh. And he's like, and the, and the captain goes, do you, want, do you want to fire a torpedo at them? He's like, yeah. <laughs> he he doesn't even, for like, no hesitation. Like two seconds, maybe, and it's like, yeah. It's like, yeah, I want to kill all my dudes. I don't give a shit. Um, they, they blow up the thing. Obviously, they get free just in time to jump over the side. And Waverly turns a spotlight on them and goes, you're in you're in big fucking trouble if you don't have that prism. You're never going to see daylight again. And I'm just like, Waverly is such a what, cunt. Waverly in this film has like, Waverly's decided to do his job. Everyone in this film decided to show up for work and is like, let's get this fucking shit over with. Like, <laughs> it's really impressive, actually. Yeah. They're all just like, this is what Uncle is capable of when they genuinely try. Hmm. And then, then we, so we kind of go back to a little bit more of a traditional Uncle because we go back to New York and Waverly yeah, goes, see oh, the horrible looking New York Sebastian shop. has a beautiful oh. ex-wife in LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, not, it's not a daughter. They changed it. They fucking changed it. Go and it. see her. Uh, they swapped up the fucking program. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Waverly's got this I, MILF mm. ex-wife or some shit. Let's go see what... <laughs> I, I really love this scene. I love her, so, yeah. Solo, Solo breaks in 
uh, and turns the light on. Immediately, she's there to be. She perfectly understands the way this is supposed to go down. She's like, "Yeah, I haven't seen him in years. It's very annoying. Used to be a supervillain. I was probably in on that too. Now I'm not." And so I was like, "You don't seem very perturbed by this." And she goes, "Yeah, no, it's it's like this, literally." all the time. The FBI show up, the CIA show up, the Better Business Bureau show up, they all ask me the same questions. The only thing weird about you is that you're climbing in the window at like an unusual time of night. It's so fucking also, funny. Also, all fuck me. Yeah. Yeah. The, she has this like hus- husky milf voice, which obviously big, big tick yeah, in that column. Um, and, and she's like, She's like doming fanboys on stream here, with us. Yeah, the implication is that she is fucking getting domed off by whoever the FBI, the CIA, and the Better Business Bureau send. Yeah, twenty four seven. Yeah, she's just like she's just a milf, right? And she's hanging out, and her entire thing is just fucking everyone they send to her. Two points. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, you have skipped over a major thing that occurs that that caused me to have yeah, heart palpitations. Yeah, because I'm still seething about being called a soyjack as well. Well, that, you don't say soyjack shit then. I don't know. It's not my responsibility. <laughs> um, clean your own house up first before you look at mine. What happens in this scene is the the fucking the light turns on. Right? She's not mm. centered in this shot. What is centered in no. this shot is a fucking huge bust of Nietzsche, huh. and she's just leaning against it. And I will go, what? <laughs> and that just is not like, that's not touched. That's not explained or anything. That's just something the mm-hmm. prop department had on hand. It was like, yeah, whatever, that'll do. And her, <laughs> her, line, her line to him, I, I found so, so fun, is, is she's like, oh, it's been a while since uncle's come by. I thought you guys had forgotten about me. And so I goes, oh, no, we, we never forget. And she's like, oh, could you? Could you? I'm quite she's sick so- of this. Good. And then she She's tries so to fuck him, and, he, and he's like, mm. nearly gives into it, so close. And he's like, "Ah, oh, fuck this," and just like leaves. This is, uh, this, is this is Julie it's London, so by the way. Good. And if you, if you if you want to look up Julie London, her headshot on Wikipedia. Good lord! All right, let's have a go. Oh my! We got this one live. God. Uh, ooh, uh, mm. Hello. Yeah, so Yes. What the yeah. fuck? That's such Damn. a that's such a good headshot. Whoa! Wow! <laughs> yeah. All right. If as long as you're not driving right now, mm-hmm. just, just look just up Julie London, right and now. if you are, get whoever's yeah. in the passenger seat to do this for you. Just pull over to the side of the road. Yeah. Even if turn on your hazards and just stop, and then mm-hmm. pull this look shit at up. Julie London she, because they got like a legit forties femme fatale, uh, like twenty years on. And she's great. Fuck, she really sells such it. a good. I might and, find a backdrop that looks like that for, for when I'm doing portraiture. Actually, yeah. So 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 you know, obviously, uh, I'm Napoleon Solo. Uh, you know, sexually assertive older women scare me. Mm-hmm. You are a small and weak <laughs> man to refuse Fool. such milf pussy. Imbecile. He's like, you know, he's fucking. I, I I don't know whether it's the chastity cage or what, but he runs out of the room, and then she immediately goes back in to. Her bedroom, where a shirtless dude, like incredibly ripped shirtless dude, is in her bed reading comics, and she just like picks up the phone to her husband, and she's like, "Yeah, we got another one, Napoleon Solo this time." And we get this fucking incredible portrait of a marriage sort of thing, where both of them are getting touched up by other people, and they're still married to each other, but in clearly like a not sexual way, where they're like. 
yeah, no, can you just let me get back to fucking the person that I'm fucking? But like in an administrative way. And yeah, also, they're just on the phone. Ideal. It's like split screen between the two of them. And they're yeah. on the phone telling each other about their fucking plans while each of them are getting their ears tongued by like a hot younger person. And it's like, I want to talk about. This is what? what I'm going for. This is, this is ideal. Yeah, let's I'd talk also about like this. to talk to her about her. <laughs> this woman got the, the hench gig of a lifetime because she was like, she applied for a bunch of shit and she got PA to this guy while also being the horniest, subbiest woman in the fucking world. I, she just like me for real because I'll, I'll just play the drop. Yes, sir. I like the way you said that. It has a nice tone of respect, efficiency. Yes, sir. Keep it up. She is so into this yeah. and yeah. so into him. Mm-hmm. She's yes, sir. Mm. Um, it's yeah. Uh, also, by the way, the whole time he's doing this, he is wearing a white double-breasted mm-hmm. suit. Mm-hmm. It's immaculate. Um, Fantastic. Just, just, just incredible. Unlimited swag to pieces. On this map. Mm. Mm-hmm. And we get mm-hmm. some uncharacteristic uh, violence for the series because goons chase Solo and he just fucking shoots them. Yeah, well, the thing is, he 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 calls up his security and he's like, get the men stationed outside my wife's house. It's a very funny thing to say. Um, <laughs> this is like, with a sort of resignation that, like, get, get all of them to, like, put their clothes back on and then have them kill Napoleon Solo. Um, Give the boys stationed at my wife's house 10 minutes warning and then ask them to go and kill Napoleon Solo, please. Yeah, and they, 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 they chase him and they try and kill him with a grenade launcher and he shoots a couple of them. Um, it, it's wild. You see that they're members um, of the of the cult as well because all the cult members have white hair. Yes, uh, he he like kills a couple of them, and seeing their white hair, he like takes their business card, their ID card. Um, he like hears on their radio where their next gig is on Hench. Um, and he's like, right, I will dye my hair to blend in and go to this. Um, and it, incidentally, there's a really funny. Stupid detail that I, I I don't know if anyone else noticed here, which is that he look he's, he's looking at their white hair to so think about it. He pulls out part of his own hair to see what color it is. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't notice that. That's yeah, so yeah. good. <laughs> he legitimately like pulls out one of his own hairs oh. at the temple. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's black. Mm. Okay, damn, that's um, crazy. Have, like, get some hair dye. <laughs> um. <laughs> so he he poses as a member of the cult, and he goes to the briefing. And um, Mr. Sebastian like skypes in, and he's like, "Yo, we're gonna steal a rocket, lads." <laughs> that, you, you're you're so underselling where this meeting takes place, <laughs> yeah, right? <true. laughs> because where they are at is like a fucking like dive bar manned by this this lass who's they all just call Mum. Really, really interesting. Like Solo walks in, and Mum is immediately just like, "All right, listen, you're too you're you're too late to get breakfast." And he's like, oh, "What a shame." <laughs> to which one of the guys is like, oh, mum, can you turn the set on? I want to see the fucking TV. <laughs> and she's like, and she complains the whole time. She's like, oh, yeah, turn the set on, make the breakfast. Ah, oh, Jesus, it's tough being mum. Kathleen, <laughs> Kathleen Freeman, who made a career doing basically this Yeah, role. I think I've seen her in um, other stuff doing this. Like, yeah, because fucking and Sebastian goes, yeah, we're going to steal a rocket. It's being transported on this like three-car train. Don't worry about it. Um, and mm-hmm. as they leave, this this one sort of like main henchman who we've been briefly introduced to in a previous scene, yeah, pissing Carl. Sebastian off, goes, you just wait, mum. I'm going to get enough money. I'm going to take you out of this place. And she goes, 
I like it here. And he goes, all right. And then leaves. And then as, she, as he leaves, mom goes, fucking weirdos. And that's like the end of the scene. <laughs> she doesn't yeah, she calls him a creep. Back. It's great. <laughs> so, it's so fucking so, good. Solo, Solo ducks into a bathroom to call <laughs> Elia and say, hey, he was Skyping in from a Sky- from like a-, a TV made by this one company, but he gets cut off before he can say much. Iliad like tracks this down and figures out that like one of these Skype like telepresence things has been sold to a company by the name of an organization known as Three Way Incorporated. Well, mm-hmm. nice, nice. <laughs> Who are uh, like working out of like a an abandoned movie theater? I'm hoping to organize something in a similar vein in a few weeks. But uh, hmm. so um. Yeah, and also he's being followed by Annie and another identical brother of Hassan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that both of these guys are mute, by the way, which is going to be important. Yeah. Um, so th- what they what they're trying to do is a heist of this rocket. Um, Solo gets sort of drawn at random to be the guy who actually has to get onto the train um, and and do it, which means we get a third helicopter spoiled for yeah. choice. Yeah. Um, Helicopter spies. <laughs> we did the it. Helicopter they had spies. a deal with a helicopter. Like a helicopter company emailed them and was like, "Greetings, YouTuber. You are getting great engagement. <laughs> we would love to sponsor you." Like Raid Shadow Legends. Like another another favorite detail as they are laying the groundwork for this heist. There's a guy who cuts both the phone wires and then tears the phone itself off the wall. <laughs> Sick. Which a bit redundant. But I right. love. I, yeah. I, you know. You know. Belt and braces. Um. And here's the thing. You know what I always say about a fight on top of a train? Yeah, is that whips. it adds a letter grade to any movie. Yeah, that's right. They, ha- they have a bit of a fight on the top of a train. They punch out some of the guards on the top of the train. Um, Solo like gets dropped onto the train, separates the missile car, um, and it, it like makes good his escape. Um, what's really funny is that like. After they've sort of abstracted this missile and they've got it into a truck, Carl takes him aside and does some like middle management shit on him. It's really good. Where he's like, "You did a really good job, but like, I don't, I can't be seen to like show favoritism. You understand how it is?" Which is just like he's been reading the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, like in bed, in between doing cult shit, and I really appreciate. In between that fucking his boss's ex-wife. Yeah, <laughs> it's a tough job. Exactly. But someone's got to do it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So Ilya breaks into this movie theater, and what's really what's really great is Ilya. Uh, David McCallum has, has like blonde hair, and so the first guy he sees who has bleached hair does a double take as if he's trying to like decide whether Ilya is like blonde passing enough to get into the <laughs> fucking location. Well, you'll never be blonde passing if you start after twenty. Yeah, I'm often saying this. Uh, <laughs> so. Ilya <laughs> I- Ilya beats him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, experiments with some suspension bondage. He just like hangs him off of a cable in the back of the theater. Yeah, um, and sneaks in along with you know followed shortly thereafter by Annie and like Omar. I think is his name. Uh huh. Mm. Um, ah, don't get attached. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> by the toys. No, um, absolutely not. So Ilya, uh. they're, they're having like a like. Lots of members of the cult are coming in, and that they have like a briefing, which is, it's a, it's a mystical disco cult. Yeah, I wasn't expecting disco. Yeah, it's it's not the end of the world. It's just the end of the sixties. 
Yeah, and it's fucking it's the- fucking sick. It, Azalea walks out on stage in front of all these guys and goes, God, I hope this is right, Rob. Brothers and sisters, the great throbbing of the third way embraces us. I thought it was a weird line, frankly, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. And then Three just like some hippie disco shit starts. And I'm like, yo, boys, what dancing. if we made a hippie Israel? What about that? And I was like, yeah. Okay. I mean, for a, in the sixties, in the sixties, apart from the wars, Israel kind of was hippie Israel. But it's also like a weirdly LGBT. Like she talks about, like, oh, society has rejected you. Um, yeah, send us. You're like, tired. You're automated. You're exploited. And I was like, okay. It's like anti-capitalist, gay disco cult. All of us would fall. Where do I sign now? We would. We would get into the. I mean, if that if that PA lady's in it, I'm in. Hmm. Uh, and so, if I can fuck the boss's <laughs> wife, I'll do basically any oh, any 100%. job. hundred percent. You have to be lining up like all the other henches, obviously. Uh, aside yeah. from that, it's a tough line. Um, but so she, Azalea immediately identifies Kuriakin and Annie and the Axoi brother, and is like and captures them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> so they they get taken in back, where undercover Solo is like guarding them. And at this point, Sebastian deploys some more management techniques because he's like, hey, you guys did a great job on the missile. We're going to take the missile to the missile launch site. But you guys stay here. We got a little reward for you. Um, yeah. At which point, it's broad. A, van, a van full of. I, I can't think of a more sensitive way to describe them than cult hose shows up. Yeah, yeah that's, that's about it. The, the, they've all got the bleached hair also. Um, <laughs> And and what ensues is is a henchman party in the red barrel room, and it yeah, literally is. Yeah. There are red barrels in yeah. it. Um, it's sick. It's, it's sick as hell. It rules. Really, yeah, it goes it's off. Really funny. So Solo is like relentlessly pursued by women, and he's like, "No, I can't. I don't have the keys to this thing. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, I mailed them to a girl. She, you know, <laughs> it happens to the best of us." Mm. Yeah, like a woman literally like pins him against a wall and is like, "No, come on!" And it's like, "Yeah, see how you like a motherfucker." Mm, yeah, um, yeah, and he doesn't. Um, we cut. Doesn't. We cut to so so right during during a sequence. Um, Elia and the the other two, Annie and and what's his chops, have been taken to the same location uh, yeah, and left there for just wagon. long enough for like Solo to be like, "Hey guys, it's mm. me, Solo. Yeah. I'm also here." I dyed my hair. That's crazy. Ely, Ely, do you have the keys? Do you have the... And he's like, yeah, oh, no, sorry. Ely, for God's sake, do you have the fucking keys? <laughs> the fucking spare keys for the Ely, emergency. Come on. Thing. come on. Come on, man. He's like, like, flicking his hand. He's like, come on, brother. You've got to come through for me on this. But Ely doesn't have the keys, sadly. Um, only Waverly does. Mm-hmm. Um, but the car, the car leaves. Yeah, the car leaves um, with, with Sebastian in the front and Azalea. And Azalea is like, Oh shit, I've got a tracking device put on me. And Sebastian goes, Why the fuck didn't you notice that, you dipshit, you moron? Yeah. And then then he goes <laughs> in the most resigned <laughs> tone, imagine. Rules. Which one of you did this? It's in so the most like funny. back to Winnipeg right. sort of like family holiday. And Elia just I goes, Does turning it matter? this car around. Yeah, giving himself goes, away. Elia goes, Does does it matter who who put the thing down? Yeah. And he goes, It doesn't. <laughs> then he takes the tracking device off her, puts it on Omar, and does a sideways eject seat, ejecting Omar onto the freeway yes. and killing it. <laughs> this man has two buttons on the dashboard yeah. of his car. One of them says eject a seat, and it causes Omar to 
leap out of the car sideways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the low budget sideways injector seat is honestly my favorite. It's so part funny because it's probably like easier to install <laughs> than a vertical one. One ejector seat, and it's the rear passenger seat. Yeah, this is more useless than the one from fucking Goldfinger. If the guy with the gun sits behind the driver, as you'd assume they would, this is useless. <laughs> it's like. The- <laughs> Or if there's simply two of them. <laughs> well, that was my one seat. You just <laughs> <laughs> like scared the shit out of the other one by being like, no, he's been fired into freeway. Yeah, I've just scared the shit out of the guy <laughs> sitting behind me with a gun. That's a great tactic. <laughs> yeah, then you put your finger over the other button and go, hey, this one might send you out. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. The other button is labeled no. gas, and it starts the gas, yeah. which, mm-hmm. first of all, right, we Matt Michael's stable. Villain. Thank God we've got some gas going in this one. Mm, we love Management secrets of the brain geniuses. We love that gas. Y- you, can't trust, you can't trust these people. They might not be loyal. So immediately the red barrel room starts filling with purple gas, which uh, starts killing people. Solo uh, like is like exposed by this woman because part of his hair dye washes off with champagne. And a gunfight breaks out that he escapes by virtue of everyone else being gassed to death. Um, and at this point, he runs out and meets the third Axoi brother. This one can speak, um, Kareem. And Kareem is, if anything, an even bigger dude. Or yeah. Seemingly, I mean, it's the same same it's actor, the same actor, but, but uh, he's bigger. Like, and he's yeah, he's he's the guy yeah. that's been put in jail um, in in Turkish prison. Or no, he's not. No, no, he's not. No, There's he's another not. one. He's just the third one. He's been sta- yes, yeah, he's yeah, been staking out four. He's been this oh! that he's been staking out this warehouse for six months, and Solo has just blown all of his shit. And then he, he gets a call from fucking Waverly. Solo does, which he takes on speaker, <laughs> and Waverly goes, "Hey, third, you know, third Axoi brother or second Axoi brother, fucking dead as shit. He got ejected sideways. You know what that does to a person? He's like mostly paced by now, <laughs> and he got hit by like so many 1950s cars and the 60s cars, and those things are like built solid. Yeah, that- and the whole time Kareem is just like, oh shit, I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I should consider." Um, so uh, he, they arrive at that. He says, "I will pay him back a thousandfold," yeah. which I, I take to mean he's going to kill a thousand his of brothers, his brothers. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the they arrive at the downtown headquarters of this cult. The rocket is going to be launched out of a normal building in downtown LA. <laughs> which this rocket, this rocket is it's like so hollowed out shit. the inside of a the skyscraper. They're going to launch it from inside that, which yes, all great. Mm. He literally, like, uh, the line that he says is, it's probably not specifically this, but it, it's mm. essentially, yeah, some of my text cut a hole in the roof. And he's like, all right, cool. We never see this hole. It's all, it's all, it's all you need. <laughs> my engineer's got a hole in the roof. And, so, and fucking, he's like, but, I mean, my understanding of a rocket is that there's a lot of, like, downward heat created. Um, and we're on the same it. level as as the base of the rocket. And he goes, he put, he put a no, fence around it. There's a fucking wall there, cunt. Yeah, yeah essentially, anyway, David McCallum okay. goes, "This is clearly a soundstage." And the actor goes, "No, it isn't. <laughs> no, it isn't." <laughs> I, I, I invented a kind of metal that will stop it. Mm. Bitch. So how about that? And he's like, huh. Somebody must have been sending really annoying letters to the production of the Man from Uncle. Uh, like, uh, My shit's not realistic. 
Solo does the best thing he's done in these movies yet. First of all, he goes back to the wife, he kicks her door in, she's in bed with a different dude who is playing solitaire. Really funny. Which is fucking hysterical. <laughs> and he goes, Get, call, call your husband. And she goes, uh, I, I don't know. And so he gets emergency called back to headquarters and he leaves. She immediately gets on the phone. He, in the loudest thing I've ever seen outside of like a fan cam, kicks her door in. I want to see like a motion stabilized <laughs> version of this where he's got fucking laser eyes. He slam kicks her door back in for the second time in a minute. And he's like, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> like, eh. <laughs> fool. He doesn't even get him on the fucking phone off of this shit. He just traces the call. It doesn't. Cool. Yeah, it just it doesn't work. It's just it's really good. <laughs> but the entire time this guy's still playing solitaire in her bed. <laughs> yeah. Like unfaced. Yeah. Really good. It it's great. So so he and Kareem are now on like a roaring rampage of revenge. Um <laughs> they they go to this this building, they go in the front entrance, <laughs> which we haven't seen before, and there's a gardener just yeah, working on What the on fuck them. is this? <laughs> Such a shot! Like the reveal of this guy's face was so laboured that I was like, "Who is this guy? Have I seen him before? Am I supposed to know who this is?" <laughs> no, no, no. The the vibe is this man is Asian. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's literally what you're meant it. to be it's terrified. Like rising for. sun. It, it's just like it's just an yeah, Asian man. It doesn't. It, it doesn't compute. And to it just like, kills him. It doesn't compute to a modern viewer because the the upshot of this is meant to be this man is like. Japanese or some shit, and you're meant to go like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah. Whereas, obviously, like, we're watching in a, in a society that vaguely considers the Japanese to be commensurate with a human being, mm. so it doesn't it doesn't hit the same, really. Yeah, he's just uh, a dude, and then no. he just attacks with a flamethrower and is killed instantly. And it's like, he turns what? around, and the like sort of watering thing that he has is a flamethrower, which means yeah, they stationed a flamethrower guy in the lobby to just pretend to water plants, yeah, and the sick. whole time, you know, you know, he's thinking. I wish I could use the fucking flame. God, thrower. I hope I get this a chance to use the flamethrower. of his life. He gets one burst off of the flamethrower and gets fucking shot. Honest to God, his- if I was doing this like once every 15 minutes, I would probably turn around and unleash a flamethrower burst towards just like setting air. the smoke alarm off. I think maybe what yeah. happened is at some point in the production cycle, somebody just like obtained a flamethrower and was just like, we, we just use it. Like, <laughs> we've like, got to find the- some way. Yeah, it's like the bust of Nietzsche. They're like, well, fuck, we've got it. I mean, yeah, we'd be dead shits if you, we didn't. You've been using that to like kill like stray flies yeah. and stuff. <laughs> no insects in that building. One of my fucking plants uh. has slightly too many aphids. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Solo and and Kareem uh, like bust in by virtue of Kareem forcing big doors apart with his hand. Yeah, Solo yeah, doesn't do any fucking twice. sneaking around. He goes in and opens fire. He's still like, I am Solo. ending this film. <laughs> Solo is looking to clock out. <laughs> yes, yeah, and what's really funny is, uh, like, Sebastian gets him on Skype again, and he's like, "Ah, oh, well, if it isn't Agent Dipshit and Azalea, like the most sexually aroused you've heard her, goes." It's very annoying. It's like, oh fuck, he's mm. really annoying. Mm. <laughs> it's just, hmm. Um, they break in. They have a gunfight. Oh yeah, Kuriakin <laughs> and Annie break oh, out. I'm so sorry. The old man's there, by hmm. the way. Just. <laughs> Yeah, he's there. They yeah. brought the just, old man there. They've stashed him in a corner he's in case he's beat. just on a fucking pedestal off to the side. And it's stuff I wrote, how do they move the old man? Does he like walk or do they, do they take him? It's on, it's on cast. And it's also uh, so funny but, that this cunt is like 
80, 90, and they're like, he hasn't spoken in 20 years. And I'm like, this motherfucker stopped speaking at age 60. And they're like, yeah, that's the prophet. Fuck it. <laughs> like, my man lived a full so, life and then went, all right, I'm done. <laughs> Sebastian, Sebastian, like, is literally trying to launch the rock. He's got Azalea on one side He's of him. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Go on the other side of him. He is, like, living deliciously. And mm. then fucking Solo and Kareem come in and wreck his entire shit. Um, yeah. He ends up in a, like, a switchblade fight with Solo, in the course of which he gets kicked into, like, inside of the nose cone of the rocket, which is there's two jokes you can make here, this is the one thing we didn't want to happen, and this is from Gravity's Rainbow, but either way he gets kicked inside the rocket, <laughs> Kareem gets fucking shot. Yeah, yeah. Kareem dies. Yeah, we encourage you to pause uh, the podcast and make whichever joke you feel is appropriate. Oh, oh fuck, shit I just realised something. When I was looking at the old man, I was like it looks a lot like David Carradine and you know why it looks a lot like David Carradine? Because it's his fucking dad, John Carradine. Oh, shit! Oh my god, it is! On god, that's his dad! That is John Carradine. The man from Richmond Reed Carradine. Why would you change that to John, idiot? I don't know. If he had spoken, but this is a thing that they say later. It's like, I wonder what he would have said if he had spoken. And the answer is, uh, don't practice autoerotic asphyxiation. Um, (laughs) When when the fucking missile starts taking off, there's genuinely like a Lynchian shot of this old man. Like, it's really, really good. It's all (laughs) red and it like zooms in upward at him. And then eventually they just like, they, they attack the control panel, it blows up the rocket, to which the old man responds by like, Looking vaguely miffed, shrugging, and then dying. It's like yeah, baller. Gives up. Sick. Waverly. Waverly shows up. Uh, the, the rocket has like explodes, yeah, killing yeah. Sebastian. It's like stock footage yeah, of a Challenger disaster or some shit. Every, everybody else gets arrested. I yeah, guess. Yeah, Waverly and the boys then- arrive, and Waverly's like, right, and they just start chopping up the set with fire axes. <laughs> The moment Waverly <laughs> arrives, some shit Everyone's blows up. so done. Standard. Everyone <laughs> is so, so done with this movie. It's like, yeah, just fucking hack it apart with axes. Waverly walks into the function is like, alright, blow that shit up, blow that shit up, kill him, fuck this, I'm yeah, going home. With this. <laughs> My umbrella's got a cigarette lighter in it. Check Fucking that out. out. <laughs> what about this motherfucker? Um, How about that? <laughs> it just goes. <laughs> so we we go we go back to New York for a postscript where Annie is like, "Yeah, you got him out of Turkish prison, Napoleon. Thank you." The fourth brother who like talks and is very erudite and is meant to be like the handsome <gasps> Shit, one. This is the is fourth like, brother. Yeah, okay, sorry. He's like, yeah, he got out of prison, but also he has dumped you. By the way, I am very attractive. And he has left you the ring, which is kind of more of a ring for me vibe, actually. And Solo's like, yeah, why don't you just, uh, you know, make that, make that happen. Uh, so they, they walk off arm in arm. Yeah, bang. And then, on the way out, we get, I think, probably the funniest ending to a Man from Uncle movie since, well, I'm old and will die soon. <laughs> really fucking is- goodness. You, you, you go, like, sort of back to the grind, you know. So Kuryakin is like, uh, it comes up to him like, oh, some shit's going on. Uh, and he goes, well, what is it? And I plan to melt the polar ice cap. Good, I think I'll take the afternoon off. Napoleon, <laughs> fuck! <laughs> the ice cap, <laughs> man, the fucking ice cap! Dude, this is we, all your fault! You, you didn't stop it! <laughs> you didn't, didn't stop, stop the it. fucking ice cap no. plan! Dave. 
If you had seduced the beautiful daughter of the chairman of the board of fucking Exxon Mobil, we wouldn't be in this shit. Greta Thunberg's gonna fucking have your guts for garters, Solo. (laughs) Rightly so. And that's and that's the helicopter spies. I really enjoyed this. I think this one one was I'm enjoying these movies more and more and more. They have not let me down a single time thus far. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, they're consistent. They're consistently good. Mm. And now they've got the title down as well, like nobody was in a green hat. (laughs) Oh god. I mean they're doing their best. Yeah, the last three movies they've kinda gotten down. Yeah, they've they've got into the groove now. They've got into the formula. The next one I remember being particularly goofy, and we have a special guest who wants to come on with that. And then there's the fifteen years later affair. How to steal the world? Mm -hmm. Then the fifteen years later affair. And then Then the man from Uncle brackets (laughs) cancelled. The man from Um, Uncle 2015. That's right. Uh, But we have a science based. Before we get to any of those. We have a science-based rating system on the show. We scum do. system stands for smarm, cultural insensitivity, and provoked violence and misogyny. So, how smarmy is this movie on a scale of 0 to 7? I feel like it's seven. lower than usual, especially because Napoleon Solo is like all business. He's, he's in business he's mode bored right now. and vol cell. Well, I don't know if it's vol, but he's something cell. And like, it seems vol. Yeah. yeah the fact that they, like, his in, response to being woken up by a beautiful woman and this like henchman dude is just go, I don't care who either of you are, get out of the way. It's like, <laughs> I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care. I am in the CV6000. He's lost I'm the way. Listening to any of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's very, yeah. I mean, I think depending, can we give Sebastian points for Smarm? Because he just deploys the shit out of that. The, I, you wouldn't, I would. Is it's really, really he, good. He's Smarm better, one. like, yeah, better at being Something Napoleon low, Solo like than Napoleon Solo. Two, three. I, I, I would do two. All right, I suppose. Cool. Cultural um, insensitivity. I mean, these people aren't Iranian. No, uh, no, no one, no one is Iranian. Um, the Axoy brothers. I'm not even sure if uh, if they are supposed to be Iranian, but like that's a, a white dude. Yeah. Also, yeah. Well, are they meant to be Turkish? Uh, like Turkish prison. Hence the fez. Maybe that does make sense. Oh shit, that makes way more sense. Maybe that does okay. kind of work. The traditional Turkish fez. I yeah, okay, fuck. I apologize for making the traditional Iranian fez joke. Yeah, that would make sense actually. Um, in that case, I guess we gotta knock a point off for correctly associating one of the countries with a fez. Yeah. Um two, three? Three? Okay. Yeah. Um sure. unprovoked uh, violence. Unprovoked. Ilya does kill a motherfucker. Ilya kills a motherfucker, he hangs a Dude from his ankles, Solo shoots a couple of guys in the it's back. It's definitely more violent than um, Uncle normally is. Yeah. Again, sort of different different tonal. They're different. Like, it's more... It's Uncle's Casino Royale, like, brackets 2006. It's not gritty. It's certainly not realistic, mm. but it is more violent. And mm. so I, I could even do like a four for this. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Elliot does shoot that motherfucker dead. Yeah. yeah Fuck it. Um, and misogyny. Um, I feel um, like it's better than Uncle normally is. Yeah, I mean, Annie is like doing all of her shit in order to get her man out of Turkish prison, and when that doesn't work out, that's immediately substituted with another man. But she's um, resourceful and has goals, and you know, one-ups yeah. the men occasionally. Like both, she doesn't go at the end. Azalea, oh, I'm actually going back to my family. Yeah, mm-hmm. both both Azalea and the yes sir girl are like. Thoroughly submissive to Sebastian in both senses. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, Mrs. Sebastian rescues this movie 
from a much higher misogyny score because yeah okay older woman who fucks a lot is not exactly progressive right but for 1968 to be like she is working her way through that entire security detail one by one and is like quite blasé about it she's she's been fucking fbi agents she's trying to fuck solo there is like absolutely no shame attached to it. Yeah, Solo true. at worst seems annoyed by her. Yeah, she's never kind of condemned morally for this. Mm. No, she doesn't get fucking shot like you know it's done to some of the other. She women survives. She's, I don't know what happens to her at the end of the film, but she, she doesn't even get like arrested. Yeah. She's she's busy like you know uh, getting domed off, suck and fuck. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, so you know, martial arts. So I I think that makes it like a full point lower. So I think it takes it like a. God, it could be like a three, three? to me. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I'm with you there. Okay. That gives us a total score of 12, which is pretty darn good. It's like the second best man from Uncle. One of our spies is missing. It's still the best on 11, but mm. it's definitely doing good. Mm. Banger. Well, I, I really enjoyed watching this one. I can't, I can't wait for How to Steal the World, which is, is going to be the last one of the like feature films and then we're into sort of like uh, some other things. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, thank you for listening. We have a Patreon. You can subscribe to it. Uh, you now will have to in order to get the bonus episodes because we have to pay rent and exist under capitalism. So uh, regret what? to announce that. Yeah, I know. When did this come it's in? fucked up. Well, I mean, the thing is, right, I just paid my energy bill. And, oh, shit. Uh, the, there are a lot of numbers on it. Oh, and so the conclusion that I had was like, I like to try and be a good person. Maybe not that good. So <laughs> you have to pay us for the bonus episodes now. Not yet. <laughs> Obviously, this comes out on the 8th or 9th. Um, next week will be another free bonus. Then there'll be the next Man from Uncle. But after that, yeah. back behind the iron paywall, I'm afraid. Yep. Motherfuckers. Yeah, so. five months what out of us. What is the next bonus episode? It's a Speed Racer. Ah. Speed Racer. I'm excited Fantastic. to pretend I haven't seen it yet. I think that'll ah, be yeah, I'm good. Well, I'm I agree with about that. In the meantime, <laughs> fuck you. Call me a soy jack. I'll kill you. <laughs> kill me. Do it. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Kill James Bond. Kill James Bond will return in two weeks' time on the free feed for the next Man from Uncle, which which is. How to Steal the World, um, which I believe Abby is planning to get her brother on for. So look forward to that. However, if that is simply too long for you to wait, next week, also on the free feed, because that will be the final free of the uh, winter of content. Final unpaywalled bonus episode. It's Speed Racer 2008, baby. We're doing it. We're doing it. (laughs) We've heard your baying and we're doing it. You don't have to give us any money at the moment to access the entire um, gamut of content we put out, but some people still choose to, and among those are our £15 and above patrons, and those are Candy Fox, Freya Aloysius, Gustavo Lira, Jack Holmes, Mike Berg, Thomas Oberhart, Nick Boris, Kentucky Fried Commie, Yarrick, Nate Amori, Cohen Enright, Harriet DeCock, Labour Delenda Est, Ozzy Mandias, Beef Crime, Library Hitman, Max Gaiman Hart, Callan Burney, Jack Drummond, Jonathan Gerdes, Kit Divine, Hell, 
Jay Martindale, Lysamesh, Jonathan Siegel, Harp O, Big Teddy Goth Girl, Harrison Fuller, Mothman, George Rohack, Trip, Isopod Gal, Clara, Roasting Marshmallows, Oh No, It's Andrew, 95, Violet Cybra, Alex, The Spy Who Ruined My Marriage, Liz and Ash in Florida, A Trans Robot, Men's Room Louie, Ronan, Annie Ruby, Connor's Cool Big Sister, Walscott, Maz, Zoe Shepard, My Jokes Keep Being on the Wrong Episode, Elizabeth Cox, Finn Ross, Gwen Valeri, Roll History Pod, Josie, Alfredo, Artemis Potter and Elizabeth Ball, Turfs Eat Shit and Die Alone, Grey Area, Wolfie, Al Irwing, Robert Greensmith, Millie, Josh Simmons, and Lauren Baston. Gil James Bond is Alice, Abigail, and Devon. Our producer is the wonderful Nate Thay. Our podcast art is by Matty Lubchansky, and our website is by Tom Allen. See ya.